Hello, everyone. We welcome you to a new episode of the Cosmic Matrix podcast. Once again, with your hosts, myself, Bernhard Gunther, and my wife, Laura Matsu. The topic of this episode is Pluto in Aquarius, US Pluto return, and the times ahead. So we're diving deeper into astrology in light of current events and what may lay ahead during these critical times. Uh, just a rough overview. In the first hour, we're going deeper into the Pluto return, you know, certain updates, how it affects the U.S., obviously, because the U.S. is in the Pluto return, and how it relates to current events. There's a lot to look into. And we'll also be looking or talking about the general global themes of Pluto in Aquarius. And because Pluto is going into Aquarius next year, I'm going to stay there for roughly 20 years. So that's a big, big shift. In the second hour, then, we'll dive much deeper, also again, in Pluto in Aquarius, but from an evolutionary astrology perspective, and how we can use the Pluto energies to evolve consciousness. So that's a deeper dive. And we also talk about Laura's viral tweet, about the after effects of the COVID vaccine and the very interesting replies she received. And uh, that's definitely we're going to dive deeper in the second hour because uh, there are some things we cannot really probably mention in the public first hour. And we'll also be looking deeper into Uranus themes and how it relates to collective trauma. And once again, if you're interested to have access to the second hour of all the podcasts, Make sure to become a member at veilofreality.com and you'll have access to all the second hours of all the podcast episodes. All right, now without further ado, let's look into it. Where do we start? Yeah, so basically, you know, it is it is really hard to actually research some of the top headlines for the Pluto return of the U.S. because of how much propaganda we're being peddled from the mainstream media which is also very Plutonian, by the way, like Pluto likes to keep things hidden. Pluto also does real propaganda as well. But the Pluto return for anyone who's new to this concept is basically when the transiting Pluto, Pluto that's moving across the cosmos right now, conjuncts the USA's founding natal Pluto. So where Pluto was when the US was founded. And Pluto in general will tend to destroy what needs to be destroyed and strengthen what needs to be strengthened. And it does that through the process of either cataclysmic or slow and steady evolution. In this case, it's pretty clear Pluto changing signs, Pluto return happening. We are dealing with a lot of cataclysmic uh, change. Another aspect of Pluto is the aspect of involution and evolution. So in order for us to change into a different form, you know, which is what evolution is, what is already existing needs to be destroyed. And that's the process of involution. So we are in that process of destruction, you know, of what was, and there's going to be something new that emerges out of it, basically. And so uh, just speaking about the U.S., in the second house, that's where the Pluto return is happening. This is about, on a very basic consensus level, by the way, values, economy, our money, and possessions. So when I say consensus, there's different layers to astrology. So in the first hour, we are going to talk about more the, mon not mundane, but like more the consensus 3D manifestation of this. And in, in the second hour, we'll talk about the more uh, esoteric meaning of this, meaning how does this relate to the internal process we're going to go through. But since right now, we're, we are two passes into the Pluto return of the USA, which I'll tell you the dates of in the moment, it's pretty clear 
looking at these themes that the current recession, economic instability that we are experiencing is a huge piece of what the Pluto return will represent. So you see this economic destruction. A lot of people predicted that, you know, the changing of the almost like economy as well. I think crypto is going to be a huge part of that moving in Pluto Aquarius. So basically the Pluto return happening in the second house on a very basic 3D level is a destruction and reconstruction of not only America's economic system, but their fundamental values. So there's a strengthening of traditional values and there's also going to be new values, which will emerge out of it most likely. So I'm going to go now into the exact dates. Did you have anything to comment on that? No, that's interesting because it really, you make a good point about the consensus, more how it affects probably the population at large. And the second house rules uh, value, money, resources, economy, economy. Yeah, so possessions. We can see that definitely Pluto hitting the return there, what, how, what, how it's manifesting in the US. But I just wanted to add because nowadays it's, there's also a certain sense of globalization and the u.s economy is entangled in throughout the whole world with mm. even the dollar being the world currency so to speak mm. so the we can i think it's safe to say or fair to say that the u.s pluto return is affecting the whole world oh economically, economically. yeah and interestingly wasn't didn't you just say the other day that the dollar u.s dollar has been doing well yes interesting recently like i mean there's all solution because it is printing money out That's of nowhere true, yeah. but compared to other currencies in the world apparently the dollar has gained some strength again but i don't you know just to fall again and I, we all know people understand they're all building up to a global digital digital currency anyway so yeah yeah exactly so okay so the pluto return will have three exact hits we're already over two of them and then where the last one is coming in december so the first one was on february 20th 2022 the second one was on july 11th same year 2022 and the last one will be on December 28, 2022. This is when Pluto is at the exact degree, exact second that it was when the U.S. was founded. So this is like usually you don't want to always think of Pluto transits as like, oh, my God, some big event happening on that date, because that's not how Pluto yeah. works. There's many different like, you know, it's it, it just it's such a long transit and it's such an intense transit that it really does it will go even carry on into 2023. But I was I have been tracking actually, you know, um, basically alternative events that happen during these periods just to keep track of it. Um, and here's what I've come up with so far. So February 20th, that was an exact hit. Interestingly, even though this is related to Canada, but it was very symbolic to the U.S. on that day of exact, there was hundreds of people at the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa who were arrested. So that was just interesting because it was on the exact day. And that really was very uh, compelling for a lot of people in the U.S. to see that happening. Like it was a big moment even to people in the U.S. That's why I'm just mentioning it. The second thing that I wrote down for that period, U.S. announced their sanctions with Russia shortly after. That was February 24th. And that's when gas hit $5 a ga gallon. So you can already see the economic instability really ramping up about uh, around them. And do you have anything to say about that? that yeah, I'm just laughing because then they blamed Biden or the left or the liberals that Putin's fault that yeah. gas hit $5. Exactly. But just for people who are not aware, maybe not new to astrology, the reason you mentioned these various dates, February 20th, July 11th, December 28th, it hits it several times because Pluto goes 
direct and then it has been in the retrograde phase yeah. for the many years no, for no, many no. few months no, it's been and now it's going not, straight not, again not many years sorry it's been uh, retrograde from april to october right. and it's now just hit direct so yeah exactly that's why it goes over several times exactly um okay so yeah then leading into from april to october 8th i believe yes um yeah april to october 8th um pluto was retrograde so retrograde periods are basically like a period of revising going over what happened you know it's almost like you know when mercury retrograde so take mercury for example a lot of people know about mercury retrograde during mercury retrograde it's good for you to go over projects you didn't finish go over things revise redo revisit those are the kind of themes and the same thing applies with pluto as well um, so we've kind of had not had like some forward movement, not like any major events. There's definitely been events happening, but there's been a lot of revisiting stuff that already happened in that period. Mm -hmm. And so a few things that happened basically from, from then, um, more truth was also being revealed. More people were waking up. Um, so in June, Dr. Simone Gold was arrested for being at the Capitol on January 6th. Um, She's been released since then, but that's what happened. She was thrown in prison. Right. And she was part of America's frontline doctors speaking out against the agenda. That was pretty, powerful woman. That was a pretty big moment. Um, and then in July, Roe versus Wade was overturned. So again, this does relate to America's values. Like whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, there is a question of values around this conversation. So that was a very, I think that was personally related to the Pluto return. Mm -hmm. And then on July 11th, which was the other exact hit of the Pluto return, there was a few things that happened on that day. Number one, the January 6th commissions claimed that Trump was behind everything that happened there, which is just a total farce, but, you know, we got to put it down. Um, and then consumer inflation reached a record high um, on July 13th, a couple days after. Oh, wow. And then okay. uh, Biden came out and denied there was a recession. <laughs> <laughs> which is obviously like a flat out lie. So you see the e economic threads. Gaslighting. Yeah, the economic threads so connecting the two exact hits so far. Um, and then in August, Pluto was still retrograde. And this was a very busy month as far as kind of going over things. So in August, the CDC and official organizations changed the COVID guidelines. They basically said that the vaccinated and unvaccinated should follow the same guidelines, which means that all of these vax passports and everything that just happened was total bullshit, which should be a lot of us knew. And they began to pack track on their COVID narrative. Isn't that when we had our, we made an episode about that a couple of months ago in August, right? About CDC admits. What, CDC what the, owes the conspiracy theorists an apology. Yeah, yeah exactly. that was a great episode. If you haven't listened to that, go back to that. And we, we talked about this in more depth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that was actually, I think Donald Trump Jr. actually ripped off my tweet. <laughs> yeah, that's your tweet went viral yeah, again. Very, very, very viral. And also that's when you got uh, on Instagram as well. And that's when you got started shadow banned again, no? Yes, time. around that time. And then my astrology video was on InfoWars. And then oh, I yeah. got a major, like now I am literally so shadow banned on Instagram that if anyone shares my content, they get shadow banned. And I've had several people tell me in the past day that they tried to search my name and they literally wrote my name like completely in full. And the only thing that came up was fake accounts. So you don't get my account when you search my name anymore. So I don't know what federal list I'm on, but... <laughs> 
but we um, but it's but it, it ramped up after that. Okay, so then we, so we had the CDC changing COVID guidelines in August, and then we have the excess death data, which come, came rolling out worldwide from insurance companies, other sources, whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. And also in August, the FBI also raided Mar-a-Lago. So, and Trump, yeah. Yeah, anything to comment about that? No, I mean, it, like, it's very interesting. I can see this light from the cosmic energies and like Pluto return during this time. Uh, or just, uh, you know, these are really themes of like exposure as well. Yeah. And destruction. Yeah. And, you know, just basically also the, the battle of, of control behind the scenes yeah, pluto is about power power, power yeah. like power versus force yeah. actually you know mm-hmm. is like you know the true the true power of the plutonian scorpio archetype is actually spiritual power but that's only on a highly spiritualized level but on a lower 3d level it's about earthly power money connections you know like like all that kind of stuff and what's also an effect like you mentioned the consensus state is mostly driven by and even tempted by the three forces of money, power, sex. Yeah, that's very Plutonian, exactly. Okay, so September 8th, you know, Queen Elizabeth died. And the reason I wrote that as well, even though it's not directly related to the Pluto return, is um, this happened at the end of Pluto and Capricorn. And Capricorn, ruled by the planet Saturn, is just another symbol of the old world, the old Saturn structures that are collapsing. So it w- really did mark an end of an era that she died. It was literally at the end of the Pluto and Capricorn degrees. So it's very symbolic. Um, another thing that happened is that children in the UK, 5 to 11, were no longer recommended to have uh, COVID jabs, which, by the way, I got censored for, uh, fact-checked for on Facebook for posting about, which was really crazy. Um, because that was just an official tweet. <laughs> um, on the 9th, Simone Gold was released from prison. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that happened was Steve Bannon and mm. 35 other Trump allies had their homes raided by the FBI. And then all along this period, there was just more jab and excess death data rolling out. Okay, I just want to add something. This is what people don't understand what's happening in this country right now. That's You can see the socialist, communist, Marxist infiltration takeover because the FBI has literally become the state police used by Biden, by the regime, by the one big party to uh, destroy or or arrest um, their opponents, basically. And it's in in, in essence no different than what happened, what my dad experienced in Eastern Germany, the Stasi, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the KGB in Russia and all of that. So um, this this is pretty huge and it's fascinating how... I mean, they just become tools of the matrix, uh, especially in the left liberals, how they justify that, right? Yeah. That kind of overreach of power. Yeah, exactly. They're just trying to like destroy their political opponents. Oh, it's, or, it's or, like... or it's like the SS, you know, Hitler's uh, <laughs> police uh, uh, force, you know, also arresting and taking down political opponents. Exactly. So... And by the way, you know, I'm sure people, I miss stuff. This, these are just my own rough notes that I've compiled together. You yeah. know, I'm sure there's other stuff that's happened as well. By the way, this is just obviously my own perspective. If you were to ask a leftist what the Pluto return was about, <laughs> they would tell you a totally different story, usually about destroying white supremacy and all this other stuff. So this is just my own alternative perspective. I'm going to be very not consensus because I'm a very individual person but I just want people to just keep an open mind to what I'm saying because it's very interesting to track. It's been very interesting for me to track these themes and to start to see the connecting threads. 
were you yeah. going to say? I know, but I also want to say, I mean, people don't know our work that, yeah, we, we may have more conservative values, but also, speaking for myself, I don't identify myself as a right-wing or conservative or even Trump supporter, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's more like staying, you know, looking at it more objectively, but we all have our subjective views in the end of the day. I'm I'm like conservative in some ways, but in some ways I'm extremely li- true liberal and open, you know? So like, I don't think that there's... It's like, a label. Exactly. Once you become individuated, these labels are actual exactly. Saturn classification. So the labels don't work anymore. Like you They're just consensus. Ha- yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about when you go into Pluto and Aquarius, basically. Okay. So this is a really big moment. Then October 8th, Pluto went direct direct again. So there was lots of forward movement since that since that happened. And it will go direct until it will eventually will make one final pass over Pluto on December 28th, 2022, which then will give results on what happened during the retrograde period. So we're seeing that already right now, actually. So just watch the news from now until December 28th. Just notice themes around values, um, you know, around constitutional issues, around, you know, just anything, any truth being revealed from the shadows, all of this kind of like, there's so many, just pay attention, basically. Yeah. And, um, a, and okay. a lot happened over the past 10 days. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Exactly. So basically, since Pluto went direct, this is what happened. So October 10th, I think it was a few days before that, before actually, right? Officially, October 3rd. Are you talking about Kanye West? Yeah, yeah, yeah. October 3rd, he was wearing the White Lives Matter shirt with, with uh, what's her name? Candace Owens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically that was a big thing because he was at Paris Fashion Week. He wore this White Lives Matter shirt. He upset. He Everyone. definitely upset, <laughs> upset the establishment. Like, you Google him and like so many smear pieces. He's major canceled. Anyway, he also went on this Instagram like storm, basically calling BLM a scam posting texts from his Black Panther father who was also confirming that he thought it was a scam in more or less words. Yeah, can I give it a timeline real quick? Yes, yeah, yeah. So October 3rd, that was right before, you know, Kanye West was wearing the White Lives Matter shirt at the fashion show and that become, didn't didn't come big until later on and he went on, on a Twitter rampage. But then the big event happened when Kanye was on Tucker, right? Um, with the long interview. And it was interesting when I was researching that all these hit pieces, they call Tucker Carlson far right all the the the, the fake news media the liberal it's just insane uh, you know it's not objectively true whatsoever but anyway he was on on tucker and there was he said a lot i mean i was actually me personally speaking pretty impressed because i i don't care about mainstream music let alone hip-hop rap it's not my thing i never thought much of Kanye west but you know despite his you know very eccentric nature he spoke a lot of truth in so many ways you know, even out of his own own vulnerable uh, experience, you know, being part of that, you know, big Illuminati style music industry. But basically, he was exposing the music industry, talking also about Kim's handler, his ex-wife, literally calling them handler. You know, how he wasn't able to say that he liked Trump even back before 2016, and they threatened him with his life when he says this thing and that thing. And he explained really how you know, people are being treated who are like super famous, um, rich celebrities, you know, how they're being handled, that their careers are basically online if they're saying certain things. So they're being controlled by a fear. So he was more or less exposing the cancel, cancel culture. And also talked about, interesting, Jared Kushner, um, 
in connection to Trump and how he and people around Trump may have compromised him, basically. So that was very interesting to see, which there could be some truth to that yeah. as well. So that was definitely big opera. I liked his reply, by the way, on the side though, when, when Tucker asked him, so why did you ask where this White Lives Matter shirt? And he said, well, because it's true. <laughs> they do matter. You know, the common sense has gone out of the window, but obviously the backlash was insane. And then he kept going on this Twitter rampage. And on October 9th, his infamous tweet, which he then took down and got basically canceled for, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Like I wanted to expose them how they control the music industry or the entertainment industry and business and all of that. So obviously he got branded as being anti-Semite all over uh, and by the way, DEFCON 3, I just looked it up, basically just means increase in force readiness above normal readiness. But, you know, it sounds very <laughs> violent if you don't know what it means. So essentially that day, his Twitter and Instagram account got locked. He got canceled, smear pieces, hit pieces written about him. And then something happened to him later, which we'll touch on in a bit. <laughs> exactly. So those, the, those are some pretty intense events. But, you know, he was literally basically poking the hornet's nest and uh, had to pay the price for it. Yeah, and they're really, um, you know, like I think a lot of people when this stuff happens are like, oh, it's Kanye West. I even heard it on my Instagram. I still don't trust him or whatever. But whatever you want to think about him, you have to look at how the mainstream media responded to that because he has been truly canceled. Like if you look at like what Rolling Stone called him an anti, he's calling being called an anti-Semite and like, you know, like they are going to most likely try and destroy his life, which they've already done already, you know, but they're going to, they're going to, he, he's going to have big consequences to pay for this, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, that was, that was around when was that? What, October that day? 9th. October 9th. So that was when Pluto was direct already. And then October 10th. So what happened is, is following a Florida Department of Health analysis to evaluate the safety of COVID vaccines, Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo mm. specifically recommended against administering the COVID-19 vaccines to males aged 18 to 39. So that was big. And that then was the Florida? That was the Florida Department of Health, the Surgeon General. I remember, by the way, he also said if he would have known before, he would have never approved the the. Yeah, the vaccine. Yeah, and then uh, he also got his tweet with the evidence that it wasn't safe for that uh, category of men uh, deleted, and then suddenly reinstated after a big fuss about it. So they actually even tried to censor him on that, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> official source. Yeah, and then in October 11th, in a COVID hearing, Pfizer director admits that the vaccine was never tested on preventing transmission, which basically means the whole COVID passport and everything that just happened was based on a big lie, which many of us already knew. And also, nor has the um, Pfizer in particular been ever approved by the US FDA. Yeah, and I actually, yeah, there's basically, they just admitted that like this whole idea that, oh, I have to take it to keep you safe is total bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and then on October 11th, and I know a lot of people don't trust her, but I'm just leaving this in because it was a big moment. 
Tulsi Gabbard announced she's leaving the Democratic Party. She called them now under complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-weight racism who are actively working to undermine our God-given freedoms. And she called on others in the party to join her. So she basically called out wokeness, this anti-white racism, critical race theory. You know, we've talked about that on a lot of our podcasts, especially the one waking up from being woke. Yeah. So that was really big. You were going to say something about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand why people, I mean, she's also a politician, Tulsi Gabbard. She's also, the main reason why people don't trust her is because she's listed, uh, I believe, on the uh, World Economic Forum website as a young leader. Yeah. Um, so that's always tainted. But I also, in this day and age, I've moved away from seeing things so black and white. I've even written an article about this control opposition, the truth movement. It's about how so many people throw around the word psyop or shill or controlled opposition like candy, like in very over, overgeneralized black and white thinking without actually big evidence. I mean, I think things are not that black and white. Even what you mentioned of Kanye West, they're saying, oh, he's just control pro, he's just a controlled opposition. I don't see that black and white. Everybody, you know, it's it's it's, it's a more mix. Some people lean more to the other side and the other uh, to one side or the other side. And I agree, like, you know, with Tulsi Gabbard, I think it's just interesting to note what that happened because it was a huge ripple effect in mainstream politics. Yes. And yes, she may obviously has her own agenda. Maybe she's like, the, you know, some sort of control opposition from the WEF. Who knows? But it's very important to note, um, you know, in light of what the topic we're talking about in light of Pluto. Exactly. Direct. You got to just, you know, when we're talking about astrology, even though I'm going to always see it through my own lens, you just want to stay neutral. Like these yes. are the dates. This is what's happening. You know, this is stuff, by the way, that's not being documented or reported in the mainstream news. So I think it is really important we come out and we talk about it because no one else is going to talk about the Pluto return in the way we're talking about it, by the way. That's so, true. oh, and then another thing that happened on that same date, on October 11th, was that, uh, or sorry, that was October 12th, yesterday, right? Yes, which event are you talking oh, about? Oh, the Kanye West thing that happened. Oh, that uh, was October 12th, right? The bank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically on October 12th, so again, only four days into Pluto Direct, Kanye West was canceled from his bank account from Chase for the things that he said, basically. Um, Candace Owens basically had to post on his behalf. And she said, earlier today, I learned that Kanye West was officially kicked out of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. I was told there was no official reason given, but they sent this letter as well to confirm that he has until late November to find another place for the Yeezy Empire, which is this fashion uh, slash music empire, I imagine, to bank. Mm -hmm. And then she says... We have reached extremely frightening times in this country. Who, who are what has landed? Uh, what has landed us into these times is an ongoing discussion. Discussion, which I'd like to open up. Sorry, I just oh, misspoke. Yeah. By the way, that reminds me. I totally forgot to add on this timeline what happened with PayPal a few days ago as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. They had this whole thing going around about misinformation, and if you spread misinformation, we're not only going to cancel your account, but make you pay two thousand five hundred dollars deducted from your account. Yeah, yeah. That was, and then people got super upset, canceled their accounts. They lost billions of and dollars, the, and then they back paddled yes right but yeah. that's also I, this was not an accident they said oh it's just uh, accident or misinformation on their part ironically yeah but i think that's that's where it's going to this social credit system right that uh they're gonna 
cancel you not on your PayPal, but it's, freeze your bank account if you misbehave, if you say the wrong thing, according to who, Big Brother, and all of that. Yeah, well, that's where it could go to. Yeah. But the reason that it needs, a lot of more people need to speak up, which you're going to talk about in a second going to Pluto and Aquarius, is that we, the people, will have to push back. So we need to keep that in mind. So don't get in, like, please do not black pill yourself yes. during these times. Don't get into doom and gloom scenarios because what we're about to talk about with Pluto and Aquarius will actually show you where your real power is and what you need to do to push up against, um, you know, these forces because it is we, the people, who get to decide what happens, in, especially when Pluto enters Aquarius. So let me finish this, please. Yes. Um, okay, so, and then October 12th, this is really big. <laughs> Alex Jones, <laughs> say what you want about him, but you have to admit he's a big Aquarian character. Yeah. He's he's said to pay almost a billion dollars to Sandy Hook. And by the way... To the families, right? To the families, a billion. That's insane. Pluto is also... This Pluto, where it is right now, is almost exactly conjunct his Venus in Capricorn. And Venus in Capricorn is actually a very a good sign in the astrology chart, typically of wealth, of a legacy. So Pluto is just going to... We'll see what happens. He seems pretty hopeful. But there is obviously... This is a big transit to him. Yeah, obviously um, they're making an, trying to make an example of him. Yes, right? Obviously, yeah. if you do that, you're going to get punished. The amount is insane. Yeah. You know, that's like what the pharmaceutical industry uh, gets usually... Should get... <laughs> Uh, oh, fine more for, than that, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, look at what we just talked about, the, the vaccine and all this treatment, the misinformation, the lies, you know, and they get away with it. They even profit from it, you know, all the all the big pharma and all, the, all that. Is, it's fascinating. Wasn't this also a fascinating tweet from this musician you told yeah, me about? Yeah, I have it right here. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. So MIA also came out with a tweet that if Alex Jones has to pay a billion dollars, but then what about all the celebs who push the jab? And it's interesting, actually. Um, she maybe isn't only well known to like millennials and people. What's her who name are again? I'm sorry. MIA. MIA. Yeah, she's from. Um, oh God, sorry. Uh, but she's a musician or something. She's a musician. Uh, she's she's actually. I mean, this is also probably why some people don't trust her. She's married to the one of the Bromf Bromfmans from the Seagram's Empire billionaire family. Mm -hmm. um, but she. But that was interesting because the way that I see it with this. MIA thing and Kanye is that these are like consensus influencers. Like there's no doubt about it. Like they've always been, whether you know them or not, I can tell you from my own perspective that Kanye and MIA were considered kind of like cutting edge musicians for a large period. And people listen to what they have to say, you know? So the more that these kind of more, slightly more individuated celebrities start speaking out, this is what will change the consensus, you know? But this is also not going to be a smooth journey, as I'm going to touch on. So I, I think it will be good to actually get into the Pluto and Aquarius stuff now. Is that okay? Sounds good. Okay, so as you can see, things are shifting, but there is a major, major splitting in society. It's insane. Like... I'm even noticing, because I've been on Twitter more lately, like the left is using clown world now as an emoji and they have their whole like alternate reality going on of like that we're in a, that, that, that the people who are waking up to all the vaccine deaths or whatever, that we're just lost and we have no idea what we're talking about. Like they don't even try yeah. and make sense of like, hey, maybe we should check if people are getting injured That's by this or whatever. It's fascinating. We're going to talk about this more deep in the second hour, but the denial yeah. Of the hardcore, you know, 
woke left, so to speak. Yeah, it's crazy. So there's basically a lot of people waking up to the truth more and more every day. But the people who have really fallen for it and fell for it really hard, I, you know, it really does seem at times that there's not a lot that's going to make them ever admit that this was a mistake. And this splitting, which we're going to talk about in the second hour more, is actually part of the Aquarius-Uranus archetype. Mm -hmm. So there most likely is going to be a continued fragmentation, which is an aspect of the group trauma we're going through. So I'm going to talk about in the second hour, but I'm going to go into the Pluto and Aquarius themes. And I'm just going to be basically speaking some bullet points from an article by Michelle Finney on Cosmic Intelligence Agency. So you can look it up yourself. Um, Just for the record, I didn't agree with everything that she said, but that's my own personal perspective. But she did make many great points that I've seen other people talk about already. So Mm -hmm. um, she did a really kind of concise analysis of of it. So just for the dates, Pluto is going to enter Aquarius on March 23rd, 2023. That's the first date. But then it's going to retrograde back into Capricorn on June 11th, 2023. And then it will move back into Aquarius finally on January 1st, 2024. And then Pluto um, will leave Aquarius on January 2044. So just keep in mind that in March it's going to enter in Aquarius, but then it's going to go retrograde from June and then until January so from June until January, again, we're going to have be revisiting, redoing, re- going over stuff. And then January 21st, 2024 is when it's going to be there for good, basically. So we've got 2023 is still going to have some of these Capricorn themes coming up. So we just got to keep that in mind. We're not fully like out of the woods in 2023 in yes. any way whatsoever. So basically... Pluto by sign marks out generational themes and Pluto in general represents transformation, upheaval, and the transformation and upheaval will happen in the sign that it represents. So Pluto and Capricorn was transforming the structures of society that started in 2008 with the global financial crisis and then will continue to cause political and economic change until it leaves Capricorn, basically. But Pluto in Aquarius is about social revolution And basically in 1781, when Pluto was last in Aquarius, that's when this wild card planet Uranus was discovered, which basically altered, you know, the the meaning of um, uh, Aquarius in general, because then it became its uh, modern ruler. And so they have symbolic similarities. And basically Uranus uh, is known to be the modern ruler, ruling planet of Aquarius, traditional ruling planet being Saturn, which I'll touch on in the second hour. But basically, this was an epic time in history of radical social turmoil because it was the first industrial revolution. It was a, it was the mm. French Revolution, and it was the American Revolution, which transformed society. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so the the French Revolution is basically where the people in France revolted against the monarchy, and their and their and their slogan was equality, liberty, and fraternity. So just think about maybe an updated version of these themes coming to the U.S. is is a possibility. And so you know we see this actually now in the U.S. There is this cry for freedom and equality as well. And like the equality, I see more about this like kind of like inverted equity, which is, isn't equality. But then we also have the freedom side as well. People being like, you know, just not wanting more government control as well. 
another big theme in Pluto and Aquarius is we the people because it's about the const kind of the remaking of these kind of values of America. So just keep an eye out for anyone who uses that language and take it as a sign for what's to come because it is about we the people. That's really the underlying theme, at least in the U.S., um, Pluto and Aquarius basically is going to be a social, a scientific, and a political revolution, meaning that new scientific discoveries will revolutionize the economic system and alter the social order and transform the world. Pluto also represents groups and community. So it will be about groups of people standing up against those who threaten their survival and free expression. You already see this happening. This is globally, by the way, not just in the U.S. Um, groups and communities are also set to rise up against entrenched political powers and institutions that have sought to manipulate the population. There's a shift in the balance of power. And the American Revolution started a few years before Pluto entered Aquarius in 1775. So basically, this transit of Pluto and Aquarius is again likely to bring reform to all these corrupt institutions. I actually think it's not even going to reform them. It will personally destroy many of them. Because of the Pluto aspect. Yeah, it like, it's yeah. like e even these conventional universities that we have, you know, who are demanding that kids, who are especially young men who are most vulnerable to the side effects are getting the jab to go in there. They've been outdated yeah. for a while, you know, and so we have this whole homeschooling, all internet learning is blowing up, you know, so this is already happening through that, technology. That's a good point. I mean, I've, I've talked about it. It's also, by the way, on the side note, uh, people under the way have started a video series on YouTube can check it out youtube.com slash time of transition uh where i talk about some of these aspects that during this time of transition from more esoteric spiritual perspective but it totally ties into the pluto transits and transformation and as i said like a lot of things you said cannot be changed or transmuted uh, they just need to die before the new can be emerged exactly and i think a lot of what you mentioned i think the key aspect of really understand with pluto it strengthens what what is may, maybe in alignment correct me if i'm wrong but it's in alignment with natural law divine will in a sense, and destroys anything that's not. And that's the battle, literally, what's going Yeah, that could be one way of looking at it for sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so basically also, you know, cryptocurrencies, mm -hmm. big theme of Pluto and Aquarius. By the way, the Ethereum guy has like an Aquarius stellium. <laughs> so meaning like he's, he's there's going to be a lot of stuff happening in his life for the next 20 years as Vitalik. well. Yeah, um, so cryptocurrencies could radically shift the economic structure. Can I say something structure? to that? Yes. Because I, there's so much, I see, especially in the truth of conspiracy movement, so much um, black and white thinking. And I want to just address it for a minute real quick because a lot of people say, oh, cryptocurrency is a trap of the Illuminati, of digital currency, you know, Bitcoin is a scam, so is Ethereum, and yada, yada, don't buy into it, don't do it, you know, you're being trapped, stay with cash, gold, silver, and all of that. And I have to say it, I had, had the same view a few years ago, and it was based on ignorance and not knowledge, and not really understanding, researching really in depth what cryptocurrency is all about, especially, I'm talking about personally Bitcoin, Ethereum, all the others. Uh, and the fact of the matter is if you even look at astrology cryptocurrency is the future it's not going anywhere right now we're in a bear market and people always say see it's tanking it's not worth anything well it's a bear market we're in a recession all this everything is down uh, but it holds the future and you will see that in the coming and i can also promise you paper money people say like this when you go back to you know fiat money and strength of gold these this is over digital money is going to come whether you like it or not it's just the question how is it going to come yes they're going to working on it 
on a globalist digital currency to enslave everyone with a social credit system. But there's Bitcoin decentralized. There are other cryptocurrencies, Monero, private coins, and all of that's going to, going to emerge as well. In light, it's all typical Pluto and Aquarius uh, theme. So cryptocurrency is the future. And yes, it there will be a lot of, um, you know, they're trying to, we're going to try to regulate it. They're trying to manipulate it. It's not going to be a smooth ride, but it's not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Pluto and Aquarius will basically like affect these trends and we have to keep in mind this these are these are revolutionary trends. That's the key word. And you know, and, and as she says in this cosmic intelligence AD article, as with all revolutions, we probably will struggle to make necessary alternations or alterations, sorry. And then she makes a mention too uh, in this article that Pluto has been in Aquarius for a couple of years. Or sorry, after Pluto is in Aquarius for a couple years, Uranus and Pluto will form five trine aspects between wow. 2026 and 2028 with Uranus and Gemini. And she says, this is likely to be a highly creative, inventive, and productive mm. time when new technology will transform society in ways we can barely imagine. So we are going to see like a literal revolution. Like we will see technological advancements that will also be good for humanity too. And we will also see this whole AI thing too. So always remember there's going to be a light side and a dark side to it. Yes. Um, so Pluto which is ruled by Scorpio and Uranus, which is ruled by Aquarius are fixed signs. So they're not given to flexibility or compromise, but both are also symbolic of dramatic transformation that is forced to occur. I'm still reading this article, by the way, equally, these archetypes are associated with two vastly different elements that do not mix easily water, Pluto and air Aquarius. They have different agendas and perceptions. Aquarius is scientific and rational and air sign while Pluto is connected to the depth of the water element, which feels things internally and deeply and seeks to maintain control and power. And she says, whenever air and water come together, there is an agitating, stirring, aerating bubble of forces. And yet Aquarius has within it an understanding of water, given its role to distribute this life-giving element. So she's basically saying that even though these elements don't go well together, Aquarius, as one of the air signs, the water bearer, does have an, it's going to like shake things up in a way that's going to be very hard for people, which we're going to talk about in the second hour, but still seems to understand how to work with that element. And then she says, lastly, the shift from Pluto to in cardinal earth sign Capricorn to fixed air sign Aquarius takes us from a political agenda to a principled one. Mm -hmm. Aquarius values concepts and ideas, knowledge and innovation. While Capricorn is pragma pragmatic, Aquarius will not stand for hypocrisy and does not hesitate to speak out against corruption and prejudice. So we will see a lot of like social movements on a 3D level. We're going to see a lot of revolutions. And this is not just a revolution of like what we believe in, but all across the globe. We're going to see yeah. all sorts of revolutions. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, and they're going to kind of like pop up here and there, you know, but they're going to, this is global, you know. By the way, I also going to, because I want to give her credit, I'm going to link to the article in the info section yeah. uh, on my website so people can check it out. Yeah. Uh, but it correlates, confirms a lot what you have seen in light of evolutionary astrology, in light of current events. 
And also, like, uh, we're almost at the end of the first hour, but obviously Aquarius you know, rules many things. It's interesting because it rules we, the people, but also it's kind of on the symbolizes the individual, the individuation process yeah. in a sense. A lot of people going into that. Go ahead. Yeah. So basically in the second hour, I'm going to give more practical advice mm -hmm. on how you can work with it on an inner work level, level on an individuation level. So I'm going to talk about Pluto and Aquarius from an evolutionary astrology perspective, which we're more getting into the esoteric and I just talked about the esoteric interpretation, the external interpretation. I'm also going to talk about potential traumas that we could experience over the next 20 years and how to heal from that and what we need to do. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is, you know, how Uranus relates to this and how we could also potentially see this kind of fracturing in society and what that's going to uh, create as well. So if you want to find out more um you can sign up for the second hour you can tell them how to do that yeah uh also like go to my if you're not a member yet go to my website veilofreality.com veilofreality.com and on the on the menu go to the membership track section you can sign up and there are various subscriptions monthly half year year you'll be with already over 90 episodes there's a lot of backlog material you can back into a lot of episodes that you know if you have done over the past two years that you know, that are timeless, that fit in with a lot of available knowledge, practical advice for the times we're in. So, and also would help to so uh, support our work. There you can sign up. And also, I want to also mention Pluto Aquarius. We also want to talk about in the second hour, also, um, you know, rules, conspiracies, rules, aliens, the fringe. So Pluto yeah. Aquarius, may, we may also uh, dealing with some sort of disclosure, you know, maybe a deception, maybe true first contact, Uh, the the veil is thinning, right? So other dimensional beings, other entities will come in, maybe some sort of contact. So that's part of the theme as well, right? And um, also we're going to, in the second hour, as we mentioned before, we're going to go deeper into Laura's viral tweet about the after effects of the COVID jab and the replies and deeper research, which you definitely uh, want to share more in the second hour Uh, for obvious reasons, and you can only access that again through the membership on my website, veilofreality.com, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you.